People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now, welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner. Good evening, everybody. I'm Cheryl, your certified relationship coach and the host here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. It's time for us to get really cozy with each other, get really intimate, and start this conversation about life, love, and lust. And tonight's show topic is going to be about falling into joy. And I know a lot of people go, really? Joy? Falling into joy? But the fact is, What you're going to discover throughout today's show is, are you living a joyous life? Are you able to find joy in the simple things? And are you able to find joy every day and incorporate it into your life? These are the questions that we're going to be answering. And I beg you to ask them to yourself as we get going here. The show, as always, has our great sponsors on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, and I invite you to stay really to the end of the show because there's a contest you don't want to miss. Also, you don't want to miss our intimate pillow talk, the one that happens every week between you and me at the end of the show, where I'm going to share some reflective words that I write for you every week that I hope carry you through and provoke thought. Also, your words are coming up from Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever you're following me. Remember, you can reach out, ask me questions, give me comments. I like to hear from you because, again, that's what this show is all about, our conversation, communication, because communication is everything when it comes to our relationships. So let's get to the first question because you can send me your questions and I will answer them. If you call me at 844-744-SOLO, I'm going to call you back. And if you write it to me, well, I might just share it on the show because we all learn from each other. So somebody wrote this this week. Her name is Stephanie and she says, I have a sister who has been single for 11 years that I wish would meet someone. She says she's fine as is, but my partner and I know better. Last year, I surprised her with a dating app, all ready to go, profile and all, with three months membership fully paid. She exploded. I love my sister Dillery, and I want to help her. What should I do next? Signed, Stephanie. So Stephanie, and for anybody who was listening to that, the word that kept popping up a lot in your question is I. And I know you want to help your sister, just like many of us want to help the people around us that we think we know what they need. But sometimes we have to ask them. And also, especially in this case, ask them permission, because not everybody is going to appreciate finding out that you've put them in social media and kind of put them up as being the single person when it may not be something that they're comfortable with. You might want to consider instead saying, listen, have you ever thought of doing an online dating app? 
Why don't we look at it together? Let's see what it could do. Let's write your profile together. Let's have some fun with it. And then if you decide not to do it, you know, let's just check it out together. Like be part of something that you're suggesting and exploring together rather than handing her because the I in this is about you. And I'm sure that you're probably thinking, she does really want some somebody in her life. And you're probably right, because even the average person that you're going to ask out there, male or female, will say, I have a full life. I mean, I hear this every single day in my coaching practice. And when I host retreats, those who are single go, I'm okay alone. I have a full life alone. I'm an independent person. I, I love my life. But if you say, would you rather share it with somebody? 99.9% of the people will say yes. And in that 1.01% that say no, well, there might still be something fearful that's stopping them from saying yes. But you got to do it with compassion. And especially when it comes to dating apps, you are putting them out there in the world and labeling them. And it's not a bad label to be single, but we have to do that for ourselves. We have to say we're okay with me being single and me putting it out there. So, don't stop trying. Don't stop having a conversation, but don't make the decisions for your sister. That's what I'm going to share. And if you do want, give her my number. Suggest them a matchmaker if you want. Call me and I'll suggest one. 844-744-SOLO. That's my 24-7 love line. And that's for single, married, want to be married, and want to be divorced. I'm here for you. That's what this show is about. That's what I'm about. All right. So let's get into this show with my favorite segment every week. And I have something I look forward to. We get wise whispers from down under with our very own Dr. Philip Morphew, the author of Soulful Reflections. Philip, hello. Hi, Cheryl. How are you um, this morning for me, this evening for you? <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, that's one thing that our, our listeners don't know is that you and I actually have to always time these shows together. And we always make time, like 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 partnerships and, and like good lovers who are Absolutely. doing this show. We're prioritizing and uh, we find time in the middle of my day and first thing in the morning for you to put this segment together. So. And it all takes, takes conversations and uh, mutual agreement and um, working out what works for both of us, which is great, which is like a relationship. Well, um, it is a relationship, right? I, I, was, um, I was listening to your, your, uh, your, the, the question that um, was sent in by the... Uh, Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie. Yeah. And... I was sitting there and I was sitting with horror and I was sort of putting myself in her sister's shoes for a minute. And I thought, wow, that's a big call. I mean, I understand the love and I understand the care, um, but uh, you were right. To be able to put it, to get them both working together and both looking together, I help that with clients. I've got a number of uh, single, single clients who ask me to help them with their social media and, and their dating apps. And... Um, and sometimes the wording of their apps that they've put on or their profiles has been attracting the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, had a particular a gay guy, beautiful gay guy, and he wanted someone just to love and, and, and to, to be a real-life partner. But the way his um, profiles were written was, I just, I'm just looking for someone tonight. Right. Today. <laughs> <laughs> the word 
purpose and, and then how that then brings joy. And um, you know, so, you get a so interesting that you're saying that because one of the things that, well, one of the things that I've done throughout my, the course of my profession as, as a coach and as a matchmaker, because I'm not matchmaking anymore. I really love focusing on the coaching and, and facilitating the retreats and, and doing everything else that I'm doing to really support people. But one of the things when I was a matchmaker was I used to write people's profiles. And now what I suggest to people is what I suggested to this woman is it's great to get somebody to write the profile with you because first of all, it becomes something fun. But second of all, and you should make your profiles fun, but it also is somebody to proofread and make sure that you're putting out the right thing for what you really want and call you on it. Like, well, yeah, do you, you want to say, oh, you know, I just want to have a relationship or do you want to get married? Because if you want to get married, say it, you know, yeah. whatever it is. So there are steps to writing the perfect profile, which, by the way, you can read on my blog, the perfect profile. I, I have it really well clear, you know, state, stated very clearly how to do a pro, uh, great profile. And sure, remember that, remember that, you know, if we look at universal principles of the way the universe does, remember what we're putting out there in our thoughts, our words, our, our intentions the universe is hearing or the divine's hearing or whatever we can't see that runs the world is hearing. And they go, oh, this is what you want. So as I say to people, be very clear that your feelings, your intentions and your actions are actually in a level of alignment because and that way you get a far better result. You're going to manifest and attract amazing things if you get it in order. And the other thing is um, to remember if you're the person who's encouraging, because, you know, let's bring it back, uh, Phil, for a minute to, to this really caring, loving sister. I, I go out a lot and because people know who I am and they see me on Facebook, I'm stopped everywhere saying, oh, you know, you're, you're that relationship person. This is my friend. Uh, they're single, like right on the spot. And, you know, you should talk to each other. I, I, I invite you listeners to think about that. Imagine if that were you and somebody's putting you on the spot like that. This is not like having a conversation and then sending the other person over to introduce himself to me or being the liaison between the two with their knowledge. But I cannot tell you, Philip, how many times I'm out there where the person, I had it happen to me last night at a restaurant where a woman came up to me and we were talking and, and I actually knew her, but I didn't know her sister. And in front of the entire family, because they just had a family reunion dinner, there must have been 12 people still waiting at the valet. And she had introduced me to everybody. But then she looks at the sister and she goes, you have to speak to her. And then like, she's single. Like she holds up her hand to her mouth and whispers to me, she's oh. single, you know. Think of it as the person on the other side of that hand or the other side of the whisper, you know, that you're, you're <laughs> kind of throwing out there. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, she just threw me under the bus or, oh, my God, or oh, whatever. But it's They're like, exposed. They are. And, and it exposes their vulnerabilities as well. And, and you're right, there's a lot of people out there aren't ready, maybe single, but they're not ready for a relationship or they're not ready to... to take those steps because they actually don't have a clear picture or they, they have a desire, but they don't know how they're going to action that. And, and I think, 
intentions, good intentions from people have been great. I remember years and years and years ago when I was when I was single, you know, I had a flatmate who used to was never happy with the girls that I was going out with. So she was always bringing other girls home to our to our apartment to go. Oh, you should meet Philip. He's he's lovely. He's about to be single. Oh, <laughs> lovely. I don't, you know, I don't even know what I want. So I, I've sort of been in a way put in that position, and it, and it is, it's very vulnerable because you don't know what to say and you, you don't want to be rude. And you know what? It's just a challenging position to be in. Yeah, and, and like I said, it, it's an exposure, and it's, it's one thing to get to a place, as you're saying, when you're ready to do that. Now, again, this sister is worried. Her sister, you know, and it comes from a place of love that her sister has been single 11 years, but that's the way it is. Philip, as always, want to thank you for a great conversation. Love it, Cheryl. Love it, listeners. Have a great day and enjoy your life. Enjoy your life because that's what we're going to be talking about in a few minutes with Connie Panuto, she is going to be sharing how to be falling in love because that's the title of her new book. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We share all my blogs and my reflectional conversations each week with you just so you can actually manifest the things that you want and open the dialogue because that's what the show is about. Intimate conversations about life, Love and lust here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. We'll continue. You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive. So we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, and Jet Setting Jasmine, with Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. 
So here we are back on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. The show, as you know, it's always about life, love, and lust. And the conversation that we're having today, well, we often hear the term falling in love or falling into love with somebody. But have you ever thought about falling into joy? Falling into joy, what does that mean? Is it the same as bliss? And is it part of our life and love? And I'm sure hoping that your answer while you're sitting and listening is yes. But some of you might be saying, well, I know I always feel joyous. How do I fall into joy? And how do I make that part of who I am every day, even when we're going through the rough stuff? And the fact is this, you know, I've gone through my hard times. I go through my hard times. We all do. Anybody who thinks that life is perfect every day, well, there's a reality check that has to happen. But here's the thing. Even in these rough times, and I'm saying this because I live by it, you can find the joy. There can be something in our dark time that is light. And today we're going to be talking about that with an incredible woman from California. Her name is Connie Pantoro, and she actually is the author of Falling Into Joy, and she's also a transformational movement and life coach and owner of a Pilates studio out in California called Absolute Pilates Upstairs. Welcome to the show, Connie. Thank you so much. Pleasure to have you. Or should I say... It's so much joy to have you on this show. (laughs) I love that. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So Pilates, transformational, writing a book about joy. Where did this come from? And, you know, tell us and our listeners, like, do you live in a place of joy? Um. Great questions. All right. So let me take you back. So I've been working in Pilates with people with in chronic pain for the past 20 years. And I think that's really what prompted me to write this book is to get people back into the joy of their bodies, even when they're in pain. And you started off by saying this. It's not like every day is a holiday. It's not like, woo. And, and people have this idea of joy that has to be big. And it's not necessarily that. Um, It's just that you uh, need to notice the small things in life, the things that bring you the little things. It's the first cup of coffee. It's waking up to a beautiful day. It's, It's just noticing and writing those things down. So I think that for me is what brings me joy and really what kind of prompted me to write the book. Um, I was very lucky to be with my father. He lived to be over 100 years old. and so Oh, was, my goodness. you got good genes, baby, girl. <laughs> and, um, and so I was taking care of him, and the idea just popped into my head, and so I wrote it down, falling into joy. I don't know what that meant, but uh, it kind of transformed from there, and it became a book, a book idea. But it is something that I, I believe is available for each one of us, and it's the little things not the big things that bring us joy. It is the the little and the big. And it's something that I find a lot of people, they think that if you're living in joy, Mm -hmm. or when people say I'm living in joy, that it's something that cannot be achieved. And for, for those of us, and I am putting myself in there because I am where I am today because of also the hard times. Right, yeah. If you look for it, 
And this is going to be part of the labor of love that I'm going to share with each of you, um, that technique that I offer you every single week. Because, you know, these conversations, Connie, I, I don't just like to have the conversation. I like to give people tangible ways in right. which they can actually start executing and, and manifesting certain things. Right. There are ways that we can go and look for that and it and it's it's a learned behavior like a lot of things we have to train ourselves what, what is it what is it they say factually it's it takes 21 days to make something a routine in your life yeah, right habit, a new habit absolutely it's a new habit so so joy is not something that we just have every second Mm-mm. it's the thing that we look for right and so i get people to start with a joy journal have a cup of coffee have a cup of tea in the morning open the journal up and let's write down three to five to 10 things that you notice around you that bring you joy. Because the more that you notice, the more that seem to manifest. The more joy you feel, the more gratitude you feel, and ultimately, the more, more, more peace that you feel in your body. And, you know, it's interesting because I, one of the techniques that I use is called let your body talk. And it's about really tuning in to your own system. And our bodies do talk to us. And, and I want everybody to think about this for a second. Even when you're going through those hard times, often when you don't listen to your body, right. you'll find yourself still in those hard times Right. A week from now, a month from now, because you're not. And your body is probably screaming the whole time, listen to me. Right. And that's why I, I call pain the gift of pain, because that is the only time we listen, right? Oh, my God. I get calls, the most calls when people are in chronic pain. Hi, I need to get out of this now. And they've had my number for years. Their life's been great. But when we're in pain, boy, we have to take a pill. We have to go to see somebody. But that's the gift. The gift is what's it telling you? What is that chronic pain in your back, in your neck, trying to tell you that you're not listening to? I think Oprah said this one time, first life throws you a pebble, and then it throws you a brick. And then it, if, if you don't listen to that, you hit a brick wall. Yeah. That's why in crisis, all of a sudden we're like, I need help. Right. But we, and especially I find in, in today's world, mm-hmm. we're always looking for that quick fix. Yeah, rather yeah. than the long Absolutely. haul. And, and right. I, think, I think for myself and the people that I work with and the people that I coach, if they look back, whatever was wrong in their relationship, either the relationship they had with their parents or the relationship right. they have with themselves, and obviously it's going to go into a relationship with a spouse most of the time, if you have right. these issues and you don't deal with the base of it, right. It's not going to fix. And that's how we develop these patterns. And we keep choosing, for instance, when it comes to relationships, because, you know, this show is kind of about love and relationships. We do choose the same person or we keep reliving the same issues that we have with our partner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you, you, you talked earlier, you, you made a comment to me uh, when we were having a conversation that people do focus on their pain. Yeah. Right? Why do you think that? Why do you think it's so natural for us to just focus on the pain? This hurts, this hurts, this hurts. Because our brain is hardwired. We have an ancient brain and it is hardwired for the negative bias. So we are hardwired to look at this isn't working. That's not working. I've got pain in my body. This will never work out. I'll never find a man. I'll never. So if you say to somebody, tell me what's wrong in your life or what you don't like about your body, they're going to give you lists and lists. 
But if you ask somebody, what do you love about your life? They go, they have pause. They stop. So we are hardwired for the negative bias. So we really have to flip that around so that we can say, no, we can stop the pain. So people in chronic pain tend to talk about their pain and that's their story. It's a story that's very hard to let go of. And then the same thing happens when people break up in their relationships. Right. They, they'll, they'll sit and, and, and I know that I face this often with people that two years later, they'll you know, come to me and they're ready to meet somebody, but they'll still be focusing back on where they were and what the problems were rather than where they are and where they want to be. Right. And where they are is still back there. They're still focusing on the pain. Right. And that shows through. Like, yeah, it shows through in their jobs. It shows through with their children or their friends. These things don't go away. Right. And right? you also, I'm sure, hear the story of there was no good men or no good women out there. Oh, 100%. I it's mean, a story. Uh, it's, like, it's a story. Really? Well, you know, interesting enough, that's why I, and, and for those listeners who might just be tuning in for the first time, I started writing my first blog, 365 Days to Find Love. I, this is not my natural milieu. At, at 55 years old, I didn't decide to get into the relationship world. And I just started writing this blog because there was so much negativity. Right. And not just about finding somebody, but about being in a relationship or, or, or going forward. And, and that's, it's interesting because the question that I answered at the beginning of the show was about somebody saying that they're fine, don't really want to meet somebody. You know, these are all the stories that we tell ourselves because we do have these concerns and we do focus on things that have caused us pain in the past. And, and, it, this whole show today is really about switching that. Switching you know, it up. Switching it up. And um, when, when, you know, when you do coaching, you're, you're taught to not necessarily share your stories because it's really about the other person. Yet I find that I do sometimes share my stories because it says this is how we connect. You know, I, I've gone through this as well. This is not me speaking because I've read this in a textbook. Um, you know, we know our pains and, and the best thing is to know where they come from. Right. And to go back and look at that, you know, it's the limited beliefs, right? Absolutely. Just changing it up. So talk to me a bit, a bit about limited beliefs since I just kind of threw that word out there. (laughs) (laughs) Do people have limited beliefs about overcoming pain, whether it's heartbreak in your opinion? Limited release about overcoming pain. I'm too old to lose weight, exercise, find love. Um, I can't do this. I've always been in pain. My parents were in pain. My grandparents were in pain. So, of course, that means I have to be in pain. And, and it's just, it's it's a whole lifestyle change. The way they sit, the way they It's speak. a whole right. mind right. style right. change. Yeah. <laughs> We're so talking about right. lifestyle. I'm like, what about mind style? It, it's, it's absolutely. So I do mindset, movement, and meditation. And the meditation is to bring people out of their thinking mind and drop them into their hearts. And, and it's interesting because one of the things that I do is body talk yoga dance. And I yeah. do it in a room with no windows and no mirrors. And it's just about really dropping into self. You touched on something that I really want to go back on um, in the next segment. I was, so I'm, I'm inviting everybody, please stay with us. Because you said something about, you know, age, I'm too old. And I, I'm wondering if, rediscovering self 
or the thought process to rediscover self or go back and look at self because for some of us we've never even looked at ourselves yeah Yeah. if that comes with a certain amount of age is it wisdom is it um at a certain point in our life we realize i really do have to go back and look at myself so we're going to get back to that stay with us right here with connie as we talk about falling into joy here on pillow talk with cheryl Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter. All on thesexylifestyle.com. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are you ready for clit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Malfay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Basner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. This is Pillow Talk with Cheryl on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. For those of you who don't forget, stay to the end. There is a contest you can participate in. You don't want to miss it. So here it is. We're talking about this falling into joy Connie, where do you think it starts from? Or or what I'm really trying to ask you is, at what age do you think people start questioning? Am I feeling joyous? Is my life filled with joy? You know, that reflection. Do you think it's something that happens at a certain age or stage of life? You know, I think usually something happens. It doesn't have to be a large crisis, but something happens to make people pause. I have to say, I've got uh, two 20-year-olds, uh, and they're, you know, in their 20s, and and they have pause for that. You know, they think about that. You know, this is a fast world. It's Everything's at our fingertips. Everything's coming at us. So I think there's a break in us at some point that makes us go, wait a minute. 
Is there more to this? Am I in joy? Am I functioning? Is this the life I want to live? And I said before, am I too old? And I think that age thing comes. I, my clientele happens to be an older clientele. Mine too. And, yeah. And, um, and, and so it's a bit, am I too old? I hear it all the, oh, well, you know, it's because of my back pain. That's because I'm getting older. Well, because I'm getting older. And I'm like, no, that's a story. And I'm going to say that I'm 63 years old. So I'm not, you know, I'm in the demographic. It's like, hell glory to you at 63. Hey, hey baby. <laughs> it's like, it's like, bring it. Bring it. So I'm here to be vital and frisky and alive for as long as I can. So when people say that stuff, back to what we said before, that's your story. Well, I think it's interesting also because I do host retreats, um, the Get Up to Date on Life retreats. And I hosted one recently that was very interesting because I do tend to work with a more mature clientele. However, I also um, I'm also an ambassador for Single Mom Trial, which brings in a lot of younger women. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough that this retreat filled up with the age group between 25 and 65. Mm-hmm. Right. And a really nice blend of both. Like 12 of, 12 of the young Beautiful. women were yeah. young women between 25 and 30. And here's what I am going to share with everybody right now. It's times where we are right now. And when, when I was younger, I'm, I'm 58, when I was younger, in my 20s, we kind of had a path, you know, we, we were, we were the, you know, coming out of the 60s, and our parents were, you know, the hippies, and, and we were saying, okay, we can have careers, and we can do our own thing too, you know, we were becoming empowered, but we still thought about getting married, and having children, and it, it all blended together. If things have changed now, so I find that the 25-year-old's are questioning themselves as much as we are now because we didn't necessarily question ourselves back then. It was like, well, now we have the right to go to college and we have the right to have a job and we have all these things available to us. So we kind of embarked on it without saying, well, is this really what I want? Like, do I really want a career or do I really just want to be a stay-at-home mom or dad? I mean, and I'm I'm speaking for women right now because it was a women's retreat, but men also are asking themselves, where's my joy? Is joy getting up every day and going into my office and, you know, and and punching numbers as an accountant or, you know, driving my bus or whatever our job is, is that our joy? Right. And and I, I saw it very distinctly with these two groups and it was beautiful to watch them share and realize we're all there right now. Exactly. Exactly. So it's not limited to just being older or just it's 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 truly every. And, and as you said, it's a time. And um, I hope the I love the idea of that to the both of those age groups, because I really feel this is important. It's our because of we are older. It's really our opportunity to mentor younger, uh, younger people and just tell them this is a journey. It's a long you don't ever get there. There is no finish line. Or let's right. put it this way, we don't want to get to the finish line. Yeah, well, when we do get to the finish line, it's, it's finished. It's over. It's, it's over. So, I mean, it's, it's over. It, you know, the joy is in getting there. It's in the anticipation. It's like, oh, wow, what if? And if you just put those two words, what if, and then continue on to dreaming, ooh, that, what could that be? Who could I meet? What do I see? What if I changed myself? What if I did something different I didn't expect? All of a sudden, you have possibility 
possibilities and the anticipation of. And I think once you get people thinking that way, that's a switch. Well, a lot of people don't believe in the fact that they have choice. And, and in some instances, you know, when you're the breadwinner and you mm-hmm. have to bring in mm-hmm. that, that revenue every week or that income every week, I should say, it's, it, it, you don't necessarily have a choice at that moment. But you do have a choice to think about making the change and how to go it. I mean, what's that saying is reach beyond your grasp, right? So when we also lay, lay stagnant, that's also when we can also fall into focusing on the pain rather than looking for the joy. And, and that's really what I want to share with everybody today is thinking about that joy that's out there. What is it that's joyous to you? And you can find that right. in yourself every day. And, the, yes. and, and interesting enough, the technique that you were sharing earlier, and I, I would like to share it a little bit again okay. about the concept of waking up each day journaling. And that was going to be the technique that I was going to share with everybody because as you guys know, every week I give you a labor of love and you're going to you know, be able to find all of these online all the time along with my little meditations. But these techniques are there for you to start activating something. You know, nothing works unless you work at it. So that's what we share. So Connie was sharing earlier about the fact that you have your clients who journal. Mm-hmm. And um, every morning you get them to wake up and write down three to five things that are positive for them, right? Right. Okay. And, and you in a frame, different framework. Right. And and I invite you also to also look not only just at the day, but even if you're waking up in the morning and it's raining, I invite you to stare at your window, and in that rain find something positive in it, right? you know, even in that moment. But here's the labor of love that I'm going to share with you this week. So this is about stepping into joy. And I'm going to give you a few questions. And this is what I'd like you to journal this week. Because remember, every time I give you something that it's about writing, it's because you get to actually express yourselves and, and not think about it. But just let the pen go. Don't correct your spelling mistakes. Anytime I give you one of these things, just write and write and write. And whether it's six lines or five pages, just go for it. So this week, here's what I want you to to do. This is the labor of life technique for stepping into joy. So number one, I want you to write down this question. What brings me joy? Just think about it. What are the little things or the big things that make you say, I feel joyous about this. I love this. This makes me smile. Okay. So, and remember, Joy is about you. It's not necessarily about what somebody else is doing. It's the feeling inside. And then I want you to write down this question. I want you to answer that question first. Do you incorporate what brings you joy into your daily life? Think about it. And you might even take a couple days to answer this to see if you're actually bringing joy into your life each day. And then I want you to answer this question. Does my joy depend on others? Do I need to seek that from somebody else? Afterwards, do I feel joyous every day? Do I want to feel joyous every day? The answer is hopefully yes. And then are you actually feeling it? And what happens if I try to incorporate it every day? That's your next question. What happens if I try? And what happens if I don't try? 
So what will be the effect if you try? And what will be the effect if you don't try? Well, if you don't try, I'm never going to feel joyous every day. So that's what's going to happen. And the worst thing that's going to happen is if I try and feel joy every day, I'm going to feel it because and then I'm going to be more loving to my family and I'm going to be better at my work. What happens if you do these things? So there you have it. You have six questions. Go back and listen to this again if you want. And or go on and try and look up on CherylBenson.com and find this labor of love to walk you through it. So step out of yourself, write these things down and go step into joy and let's keep on with this conversation so so when it comes to what you do is there anything physical that people like actually feel as you're working with them to move forward into this joyous space like do you see do they see a change in the way they're feeling daily do they see a difference in their skin and the way they're carrying themselves what are they feeling and what are they seeing? I think they feel a difference in their body, especially if they've gone from someone with chronic pain to all of a sudden having less and less pain. You can see them lighten up. You can see them smile more. You can see them, you know, and when you smile more, all of a sudden you're smiling at other people. All of a sudden, everything looks better. You're not looking down. You're looking up. I mean, they're the subtle little things that get people um, to notice and you know, here's a quick technique, um, and it's called focus breathing. And it's just mm. sitting anywhere, inhaling for two counts, holding the breath for two counts, and then slowly exhaling. And if you do this three or four times before you wake up in the morning, in your car, before you go to work, when you leave work, before you do anything, it brings you present. And what it does is it just settles you into your body and where you are. And you get to see the world a little bit differently. You get to look around and be present which really moves you into joy. And I, um, Asho uh, has a whole book on joy. Oh. Uh, I, I love his, I love his uh, philosophies in life. And for anybody who doesn't know Asho, O-S-H-O, look him up and um, check out his book. Um, I think it's just called Joy. I, I think that's the, t- the title of that one particular book. I want to come back after the break and talk about is finding your bliss, in your opinion, Connie, the same as stepping into joy? And do people mix up what bliss is versus what happiness is? Um, you know, because there are subtle differences between the two. And I'd like to look at that right after. So stay with us here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Sexy is back, and we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, the radio show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. 
So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own throes of passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach and the host here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And uh, this has been a really interesting conversation that I've been having with Connie. We have been talking about falling into joy, which is also the name of her new book. Connie, so people often ask, well, what is bliss? And is bliss different than happiness? And my response is always, well, bliss is something that comes from within. You, mm-hmm. you find bliss and you hold on to that. Whereas happiness is often driven, it's a feeling, but it's often driven by outside forces. Right. I'd love you to comment on it. Yeah, um, I think we, you know, it's so hard, those words. It's, it's um, you know, happiness is I'm happy, I'm happy to see you. Uh, you usually don't say I'm blissful to see you. So happiness, and it's a it's great word. We want to live in happiness, but it is definitely more external. I feel that bliss is uh, internal, as is joy. Joy and bliss kind mm-hmm. of balance on each other, kind of balance off each other. Because I think when you go down inside and feel joy, that becomes kind of radiates out into a very blissful feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. Meditation takes us into bliss uh, because we're dropping internal. So anytime we drop into ourselves and that is hard to do because we are constantly said it before being bombarded. We're, we're thinking out in the world, your job, your family, what can I do? You're running around. So to take a few minutes and to drop into how do I feel And that's where the uh, breath work comes in. How do I feel? What am I thinking? Pulls us more into bliss. All of it's important. We want it all in our day. But that's kind of the subtle difference that I feel. And and it's interesting because, you know, every week I throw things out onto Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I always have great reaction and people really engage in the conversation. Because remember, that's where you can reach out to me. You know, at the beginning of every show, I answer a question from one of my listeners or one of the followers on, on the, the homepage. But this week, it was interesting because I asked people what bliss means to them. And you know what? It's the first time didn't really get any response. And, and it's, it was interesting. And my question would be to you listeners, well, is it because you don't know exactly what bliss is or it's something you don't know how to communicate how or what that feels like to you or what it represents to you? What do you think about that, Connie? I think that's a, it's a great question that you put out, but I think it gives people pause. So it's not something that like, oh, yeah, bliss. I got bliss. I, 
So it's not that kind of question. They have to sit back and really, and your, your listeners might be still contemplating, I'm not quite sure what bliss is. Right. What is that? And I think anything that takes us back and creates a little pause and makes us think and go a little bit deeper, bravo to that. I'm all for that. And I love the, you know, so for me it was, I love the fact that they didn't necessarily respond because as you said, maybe they're taking it back. But here's the thing is, I purposely, for all you guys saying, well, why didn't you explain what you wanted us to think? So here's the difference is, when I've thrown things out, let's say like ghosting or a swap club, I put things out there, meaning, you know, swap club means you're exchanging your partner, you know, things like that, because I want you to understand it. Bliss is something that we don't always ask the question, what does that mean? And I was hoping by not explaining it to see that reaction and, and for you to go there and say, well, what does it mean? And what does it mean to me? Right. And my, my hope is finding your bliss, finding that sense, and as you're saying, dropping into yourself. And, and right. so many of us need pain to realize that we need to drop into ourselves. Right. Um, I'm hoping that that's what it did for you this week, you know, kind of throw you out there and say, well, what does is, what is Cheryl want us to respond to this? And the answer is always, I want you, <laughs> I want to make it work for it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so, you know, as a, as a final kind of like wrap up in your mind, where do you think people should start from when they're in search? I think they should start with their breath. I think they should start with not worrying about what they don't have and not worrying about what they're searching for. I think they should sit, close their eyes, and just do some focused breathing, which is step one in my book because it's eight simple steps to allow your body to become your best friend. And I think they should just go from there, even though they don't know what that means. Because too much of the time, we're out there looking. Look at that person has it and they have it and they have, you know, we think everybody has it. And of course, we're all the same. Um, So I think if they just start with that uncomfortable, and it's uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. not to know. And I think we move way too fast. Sometimes we have to sit in your discomfort. Neil Donald Walsh has a great saying, it's on my wall, it says, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So I think we have to put ourselves in that place and just breathe. Journaling, as you said, our journaling can get us off in fabulous ideas um, and uh, just get us thinking differently. Right. And I think that you should just allow time to, uh, to talk to you, to your intuition. So I'm going to re- reiterate the quote that I used at the beginning of the show because every show I do share a quote that I've written with everybody and I'm going to say it again. When we open up our minds to unlock the door to our heart, our life steps through. Beautiful. So think about that. Open yeah. up your heart. I want to thank you so much, honey. This conversation could go on and on. I could talk about joy and bliss all day long and this is all about spreading love on the show so this is the perfect way to do it because spreading the love starts with you spreading it inside your own self and dropping into yourself is the way to start connie thank you how do people get in touch with you and the book it's a must guys yep falling into joy is on amazon 
Um, easy to get to. I'm on Instagram, Connie Ponturo. I'm on Facebook, Connie Ponturo, and uh, LinkedIn, Connie Ponturo. Come join. Come ask questions. Love to uh, love to see you there. Great. So I want to thank you again, and you. Um, have a great week. And now, as I settle into this moment with you. Every week, I invite you to drop into yourself right about now on this show, where I'm going to share with you some reflection words. You know, this is our intimate pillow talk with each other. And this week, the piece that I wrote is very much about what we've been discussing, about dropping into yourself and taking that breath that Connie kept referring to. So here's the thing. Take that deep breath. Settle into yourself and uh, listen to these words and see if they resonate with you. It's called, Let Your Body Talk. I close my eyes and lay still in the darkness of my own choice. I turn my vision inward to the depth of my being, scanning my body, examining the vessel that I call me, waiting for the signs. My body has a language of its own. My body talks to me. The question is, will I listen to it? I feel a tingle in my toes that is slowly moving up through the soles of my feet and wrapping around my ankles. There is life, and I am ready to take another step on my journey. My legs are telling me I'm grounded and strong. My energy is gently swirling up into my hips, the second chakra. My body is talking reminding me that I am a creation and sensual and to let my passion flow like a warm body of water slowly moving down a creek. The sensation continues into my power in the center of my core. My body is talking. You are strong and unique. Fear not. Keep going, moving, growing. My heart is crying for joy as I love deeply. My body is talking. Stay centered and balanced. I embrace the universe that is around me. I communicate meaningfully and compassionately, speaking my truth with complete authenticity and secure. My body is talking, expressing the truth of who I am and what I need. My body is talking. Look up and out through your third eye reminding me to follow my intuition. My body knows what it needs at all times. My body is talking. Let my body keep talking. Every week, I share these with you because they are the things that bring me joy, taking that moment to stop and reflect. And you can use this all week as we go through our times, every time you sit down and you have a moment, take some time, take that breath, eat your moments of joy, your moments of sadness, just reconnect. That's what the chakra bling is all about. The bracelet that I've created for you is so that you are reminded every time you look at your hand to reconnect with yourself, to rebalance yourself. To know who you are and speak your truth. Next week, we're going to have another great show for you. And as always, I invite you to follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, because every day I'm sharing things with you, whether it's from 
other fantastic authors and coaches like Connie and my own techniques that I want to share with you. And I invite you, as I did this week, practice the techniques that I'm sharing with you. I promise you, you're going to keep moving forward and your body's going to keep talking to you. So this week, as every other week, as we say goodnight, I want to remind you, please keep it simple and stimulating because we all know it's all about that kiss. Go check out my pact that I've shared on YouTube because you can start making a pact that will impact your life today. I'll see you next week right here. I'm Cheryl wishing you a great reflective, growing, joyous week. And we'll see you right back here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl next week. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk. 